1: And I'm so excited to announce that in August, we will be having the 400th episode of the Author to Authority podcast. And in celebration of that, I have decided to do the top 25 episodes of the Author to Authority podcast for the whole summer. And we will celebrate the 400 about mid-August. So there'll be a couple of episodes after that. And I chose these episodes because they were the ones that I just personally felt were the ones that gave tremendous amount of value. That were going to help you as an entrepreneur, a professional, a speaker, a coach to move your business forward. These were value-packed episodes that are just going to give you action steps that are just going to really propel you to the next level. So I'd love for you to sit back, relax, and enjoy this top 25 episode. Today, I'm so excited to have Chris Baden back with us. And on the last episode, we covered so much that we actually didn't get to some of the things That we were supposed to cover. And Chris told his story and he can touch on it a little bit today, just as a review. But we wanted to talk about purpose driven prospecting. And we did start to touch on that, but he never actually got a chance to share the main points that he wanted to. Plus, we didn't even get a chance to talk about his book. So we're going to continue the conversation today. So, welcome back to the show, Chris.
2: Kim, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to to hang out and we'll get into some more of the tactical and the training and the tools that people can take in their world with them today, right now, and start seeing results. So I'm excited for that.
1: So, Chris, why don't you just give us... A- Brief introduction to yourself. Because maybe people didn't listen to the last episode.
2: Yeah, so I got thrown into commerce ten years ago. And I've been I've been commission only employing myself and others for the last ten years of my life. And it has been fun and exciting and painful and scary and <laughs> all the slew of emotion that I'm sure you listening or watching this right now have have felt entrepreneurship is is great but it is also very very challenging and very hard and in the second month of my entrepreneurial journey you know i'm working 70 plus hours a week for the whole month and i made 800 dollars for the whole month and i learned an important lesson that shaped the rest of you know my my journey so far and that is i don't get paid to work i get paid to produce results and the that way really? that I, per- I the way that i produce results is i have to get results for other people i have to get results for the market that i serve business is just a systematic way of delivering a product or service but the experience uh, that you create you in the business but also the experience you create for your your prospects and your customers is the art and that's the how and so it's it's purpose driven prospecting it's starting those conversations and it's leading into this experience that makes you stand out you know in the marketplace but more importantly it creates a culture and environment that you you absolutely love and so in the first 2 months of my journey learning that i get paid to produce results and the way that i do that is produce results for others it taught me a hard lesson and you have to, it's very humbling and you have to be very honest with yourself am i doing that or not and if you're not then Go back to work and figure it out and come back the next day, you know, when you're ready.
1: <laughs> I loved what you said there and, and how you shifted your focus to not just selling a product or a service, but tainting a result. And I think, you know, especially people who are in service-based entrepreneurship, you have to get results for other people because that's your product.
2: Yeah, yeah, and there might be some people listening. If if your wealth, health, and relationships are kind of the three main markets, wealth, health, and relationships. If you throw any business at me, they will fall into at least one of of those areas, predominantly. And so, even somebody that is in, say, the relationship market, it's like, well, you know, how do you how do you measure intangibles like love or more connection, and still tie it to certain patterns? So for, for one, and I just, what I'm saying here is don't let any mindset or thought take you out of what result you create, because that result will help you focus on why you're doing what you're doing, why you're sacrificing time from your family, why you're putting yourself out there and dealing with loads of rejection. So it'll give, remind you what you're doing. It'll help your whole team focus on the actual right thing. So you'll have, you'll, dramatically reduce the sideways energy and, and frustration with team. And you'll also be able to market with full conviction on exactly what you're doing. Why does that matter? It matters because guess what? Nothing sells harder than the truth. People yeah. love hearing it. You don't need to convince anybody because they are it's true. They already know it to be true. And for you, it feels so much better. There's no resistance or anxiety that you have throughout your sales or marketing process. You have full peace in your heart inside and therefore full conviction to go out and share that you're building and sharing and growing from a place of, of peace internally rather than complete utter chaos and turmoil and turns out people don't really want more of that in their life. So they don't want to buy from you when you're in that place. This all said, if you're in relationships, if it's, you know, marriage counseling specifically, hey, before I talked to this this married couple, they went the last date night was 6 months ago. Now they are consistently going on one date night per week and they're saying I love you x amount times more. They're You know, holding hands or or kissing more throughout the day compared to what they were before. You might think I'm crazy or weird, but I'm not saying that's the best or right answer for marriage, counseling, or relationship, but I'm just saying that there's always going to be some type of outcome, behavior, or result shift because of the service or work that you're doing.
1: Yeah, there's something tangible. Yeah. There's a tangible result. And, you know, all of those, you know, by doing all of those things, they now have a stronger marriage. They now have a stronger relationship. They now feel more connected to each other, but the tangibles are holding hands saying, I love you and going on date nights.
2: Like when we just got married or first started to, yeah, that's exactly the point. And so anyone listening, I just hope that if there's only one takeaway that you get so far, it's that, hey, if I don't some people will call those KPIs, Key Performing Indicators. It's your one critical number. And if you feel chaotic, like, oh, there's too much going on, I got to do everything... That's completely normal for any business owner, entrepreneur to know that you're not alone and your saving grace will be that one critical number that gives you the permission to to let those other things be set aside rather than you put them in the junk drawer or the, the junk room and you close the door and you try to pretend that it's not there. But meanwhile, in the back of your mind and emotionally, it's sucking all the energy from you. By focusing on your one KPI, your one critical number, hey, you know what? I closed X amount of deals or we moved the company forward in the right direction. And when that happens, everything else is taken care of. You can give yourself mental, emotional, and like physical time permission to not carry that negative or sideways energy. A great example to kind of close on this point is Southwest. You know what Southwest's critical number is?
1: What's Southwest and what is the critical number?
2: Great question. Southwest Airlines, sorry. Should have put the Southwest Airlines. Very, very good comp- company to evaluate. And their, their big number one critical number is, they say it in a phrase, wheels up, wheels mm. up. Meaning if the wheels are up in a plane, that it's means fine. that the plane is taking off and they're serving their customers. And for wheels to be up, you need to manage the pilots and the crew and the flight attendants, maintenance team needs to be on point so to make sure they're on time. It's the one thing that pulls everyone together. Hey, if we create this one result, yes. everybody. Hey, this is on fire. That's broken. Someone's pissed about this, and that doesn't. <laughs> that person needs to be fired, or this person just, you know, had a horrible life situation, and now we got to fill. There's always going to be some type of, this, this is a business for crying out. This is a giant project we're talking about. Yeah. Of course, things are going to be messy. In a, but if you have that one thing happening, hey, you at least know that you're going to live and earn the right to keep playing this game of business for another day.
1: Sort of right, reminds me of Pareto's principle, you know, that, at that 80% of your results come from 20% of your action. And so if you can determine, you know, what's that 20% yeah. that yeah. drives your business forward, that produces 80% of your results, you can get rid of the 80% of things that are dragging you down, you know, wearing out your energy and not producing much.
2: Yep. That's that's it. That's it. And so uh, I think the lie, the lie is that we have to do it all. The lie is that we have to do everything. And the truth is we can't. No, But we live in between that lie and that truth and it's gray and it's painful and it's emotional turmoil. And so it's just having somebody say, maybe that's just what someone needed to hear today. It was just, Hey, you know what? Here's permission to reset, focus on one number, assess, you know, how you serve the business and, you know, to accomplish something greater than yourself. It takes more than yourself. John Maxwell says it great. Hey, if you can, you can ask for help, or you can give up on your vision. The reason that your your vision is overwhelming you because it's greater than you. And the w- the way it's it's not meant for you to do alone. It's meant for you to welcome others into that picture. And it, that's that's part of you have, you know, you're given the canvas and that's your one color mm-hmm. and there's more colors that will be needed to paint the, the business and the you know, service that you're putting together. So uh, plenty of analogies, right? We could do this all day. So, so I think, you know, promise here is where do we start? How do we apply some of this stuff? And while we can, in my opinion, good, bad, right, or wrong, the last 10 years of life has humbled me <laughs> and taught me that I cannot control a lot of things. And I also can't control results. Sure. I cannot control when somebody decides to buy and when they decide not to buy. For whatever reason, um, I can lead a horse to water, so to speak, but I can't make him drink. But there are ways we can give the horse some salt to make him thirsty. <laughs> so maybe they're more likely to drink. And man, I got a lot of analogies for some reason today. Hopefully this is making sense with, with everyone listening, watching today. And uh, let, me get, so let me give you some salt. Okay. While we can't control results, we can control activity. We can control activity. I don't get paid to work. I get paid to produce results. The way that I produce, result, produce results is I produce results for others. And I talk to as many freaking people as I can yeah. because I got to go find the person that I, the best person that I can get results for. And that's my and or my company's responsibility. And so I boil that down into activity I can control and write this word down, daily minimum. Mm, I like that. What is your daily minimum? daily minimum is a standard. In other words, you do not go below the daily minimum or there's problems, right? Do not go below the daily minimum. Now for me currently, that is 15 new outreaches per day, five days a week, 15 new people that fit a set of criteria every single day. And I started doing that myself. Nice. And then a, though it led to follow up and a lot of conversations and then even more phone calls. And then now I'm trying to do all of it, but then also run it it was way too much. Mm-hmm. And so I started building team and system. And so now I have a team that does outreach of 15 new people per day. It's my daily minimum, right? can't dip below that dip below that hey what happened what fell apart i can track that activity and i can tell you how many new people i talked to and can tell you how many people will respond i can tell you how many people will book a call i can tell you how many people will show up and then how many people will buy i have my sales process and every business needs to have their own sales process and you need to be able to see your kpis your key performing indicators which are really your activity indicators And when you simply look at these and and I can, I have it up. I can share screen and show people a rough process that I go through. If that's easier for people watching, I'm a visual person, but if not, I can talk through it in a simple way too. What do you think would work best, Kim?
1: Well, show it and talk through it because it's
2: on video and podcast as well. I guess it's that early bird gets the worm. If if podcast (laughs) listeners, Hey, if you come to the Facebook group, you get to see it first and also see it. I think it's the awesome uh, not, YouTube as well. and YouTube, okay. I think those share buttons on your side just changing like the videos. There it there you is. Go. Okay, so you can. We do a three-day sales planning intensive with some of, with our our high-ticket clients. This is uh, what we go through. So this is a tool that will be provided to you guys for free, so you guys can use this. And please, by all means, use this. Increase and track your activity impact your life in a positive way with this, not just for you, but for your relationships that are around you, for your team, for your community, for your state, for your country. Like, I know that might sound dramatic or intense, but come on, like life is more than just us. And we do affect more people. and, And it starts with discipline focused, result oriented activity that we can control. So day one, We're going to focus on day three, but day one is a really powerful have-do-be exercise. What do I want to have? What do I want to do? And who do I want to be? And you write those things down and you write roughly how much they cost. Some people, this really surprises. Oh my gosh, all the things I wanted aren't nearly as much as I wanted. Whoa, they're way more than I thought. I got to get to work. But it gives you that relativity and it calculates the year before. Then once you know that number... You would essentially go to day two or the second part. And I know this is kind of small, but it's it's okay. Like you'll be able to see this whole thing, you know, with the, the link that's provided. So um, once now you know how much you need to generate to live the life yeah. that you want, you would simply say, well, how much I got to create a business that generates a net profit of that or more. And this process will say, hey, what are the products and services that I'm selling and what amount of quantity to hit that goal? Just mm-hmm. simply put, Okay. And then that ultimately leads to okay, well, they get to generate a business that creates that type of results. What type of activities do I need to create? And so this is just a generic pipeline um, that we can look at so I can give you some ideas of what maybe your daily minimums need to be in order to accomplish what you'd like. So hopefully that's a very simple to follow logical process, but I want to draw your attention to here, okay? This is really important. How do you know? If your daily minimums are working properly or the right way, well, ah. what I'm giving what I'm giving you here are ranges. Okay, so if you're converting at these particular range, and let me let me uh, zoom in a little bit so it's easier to see. It's so small. There we go. This is much better. If you look here at the ten to forty percent, if you look here at the twenty to fifty percent in the second phase, seventy to 90, what are what these are are the ranges? Of what conversion you should be creating at the certain point in your pipeline, so let's walk through this together as an example. let's say that this month you want another how many clients do you do you want Kim? a hundred thousand <laughs> let's say six six clients okay well let's let's play let's play with this and notice below the the range I just put a percentage that's right in the middle of the range. so mm-hmm. let's say conversion is average for all of these. And we want six new clients. Let's type in a 1,000 leads, 1,000 outreaches. Well, that gets you 14 clients. Okay. So not a 1,000. I guess it'd be roughly half, right? Let's try 600, eight. Let's try 500, seven. I went the wrong way. Okay. So 400. <laughs> yeah, six. So I want 100 above half. Anyway. I'm getting all spun up in numbers in my head, but we got it. So six clients. So we just need to do 400 outreaches. And so if there's 30, you know, 30 days in a month, we take 400 divided by 30. That's just 13 out, new outreaches, 13.3. So call it 14 outreaches per day. That's it. You just need to read out, reach out to 14 new people per day. And with that rate, if 25% of them say hey, you know what? I will give you some form of communication. They become a lead. I'll give you some form of communication to continue the relationship. They would be a lead. And if only 25% of them said yes, you would have 100. Currently, ours is converting about 38.7%. You can tell I'm a little nerdy with numbers. And uh, knowing our KPIs and activity is so important. So, But if it's just 25, that's 100. Of the 100 let's say thirty five percent say yep I'm gonna jump on a call with you and they they book a call on your booking link and of those thirty five let's say only eighty actually show up right it'd be sure. great if none of us got ghosted but it happens <laughs> so that means we actually complete twenty eight calls and if we only closed approximately twenty percent that'd give us about six clients wow okay? there's some there's some rounding up here right yeah of course so so yeah, cuz I mean 10% is 2.8 so um, but gets you close. Maybe you need to do 412. Maybe you know what but 14 new outreaches per day would get you six clients. Now you know your sales process. Now here's the fun part, Kim. Mm-hmm. Let's say man, our outreaches, man, we're getting 40% of people. So it's a lot higher and our book calls are happening, but no one's showing up.
0: Oh, we know exactly
2: where it's broken we know exactly where to go there's no guesswork people business is a systematic way of delivering a product and service there's not any guesswork so if you've ever had any amount of emotional or mental overwhelm or stress of wondering how you're going to make it or how you're going to hit your revenue goals if you know your numbers are, and simply apply this this sales activity you know projection here it will solve it'll solve all that you'll know exactly what you need to focus on and and what outcome you need to see. It, so it takes all the guesswork out, which really frees up a lot of mental and emotional energy capacity. And then you start sleeping better and then you start performing better. And then you're like, here's something that I asked myself, Kim, because any given moment, I'm thinking about one of three things, building a lifelong marriage, world impacting family. I've got three kids under five and And multi-million dollar businesses. Mm-hmm. And what the world tells me is, Chris, you can't have it all. Yes, you can. You can't have successful, see, I agree with you. <laughs> but as like young Chris, a while ago, and I still hear it today, hey, Chris, you can't have successful, healthy relationships. You can't be a husband, father, and also you know run small to big, I'd say small to mid-sized companies, companies that do seven to eight figures a year in revenue right? You can't, you can't do that, Chris. And I didn't know anybody at the time that had ever even done that. So the world tells us all kinds of stories, but something inside me said, that just feels like BS. It doesn't make sense to me. Like why you're telling me that there's no, there's nobody on planet earth out of 7 billion plus people that haven't been, had a lifelong marriage that, that is healthy and passionate that also has you know functioning society contributing kids and also has a successful business meaning they're a quality leader showing up in a powerful impactful way for their team and you're telling me there's not one person on planet earth that is that see that's where i went go ahead Rick, question or you're saying i know no, somebody or you are that actually, person
1: very 30 years to the same man and we have yep. a great marriage i've got two wonderful responsible adult children and my business may not be quite that big yet but i run a successful business with teams
2: and and so so the thing hopefully other people hear what i continue to remind myself is there you go kim's doing it it's possible you know i've only married 7 years so far <laughs> we've got three kids and it's you know first marriage and and again the the goal is lifelong you know passionate fulfilling marriage and then Building companies, I've I've built three companies in the last five years in three different industries that have done at least seven figures or more in sales per year, and there's no. <laughs> that seems impossible. it was impossible to me. I was like, that doesn't even make sense. I don't even know anyone that's done that. And but I just something inside me said, but come on, there's got to be at least one person. There's got to be at least more than one Kim in the world. Mm-hmm. And and you know what? It wasn't like a year, year and a half later where I found myself in a room. Where everybody was that, and there was there was about thir- there's in between thirty and forty of them, it was a mastermind, right? But but I was like, now I, I wasn't that yet, but I just found a way to get in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I was the oddball, right? And so and I was like, wow, look at this. And then I met more and more and more. My point is, um, just be careful of the stories that you're telling yourself around yes. who you are and what you can do or what's even possible because what we believe often will dictate our trajectory. Yeah. And and that's it's not our fault that we maybe have never seen what seems impossible to us, but it is our fault if we buy into something less than that.
1: So true. So true. We've got a few minutes left, so I've got one question for you on on your your this wonderful worksheet and then we want to get to your book. So Yes. My my one question is cuz this is people have a hard time getting started. So they look yeah. at this and they say great, but I can already hear people in my head going, "Chris, what do you consider an outreach?"
2: Yeah, great question. Great question. A a a new new contact. So for example, specifically what we're doing and what we're finding to be the 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 highest quality, the most personable, the best connection is just reaching out on social, mm-hmm. specifically Facebook, saying hi. You know, what I consider a new, pr- you can look at their profile. You can see if they're potentially a good fit for what you're doing. And here's the thing treat other people the way you want to be treated, approach other people the way you want to be approached. That solves about yeah. 99% of the problems. Okay. Well, it's scary and I don't know what to say. That's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Those can be solved. All that can be solved. And you know what? It's free. Yeah. And so when we started, when we bring a new product to market, service to market, well, that's exactly what we do because they will the cold market's the most honest. They'll tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. They'll tell you why they love it and they'll tell you why they hate it. And so we like to do that. What we did is we started doing outreach. And in fact, if I scroll down here, our first campaign of doing that type of outreach, we did, you know, you get one type of contact information. We just invited them to a Facebook group. And then we built some relationship. We had multiple steps in between here, but eventually, when things were warm and we qualified the person enough via profiling and convert, you know, chat, we'd invite him to a call. And we actually had eighty-eight percent of people show up to our calls. And so we ended up getting seventeen people into our high-ticket mastermind. So this took about a six-week period. We wrote just over a hundred thousand dollars in business. We had no webinar. We had. Like no funnels, we had no marketing we had a Google Doc we had a clear problem we solved and we just started outreaching to people and we followed up and we built relationship and we listened and yeah after about six weeks we wrote over a hundred thousand dollars in business and you know since we've refined the process and increased price and and it's worked out well. Eventually, we'll probably do paid ads and summits and challenges and other things that are very powerful, very good. If you enjoy those things, look, all of them are good. All of them can work. You know, How do you want to grow your business? We like to start with you know, the least amount, hear me closely, the least amount of effort, not in trying to get away with anything. It's just, we got to move quickly. If we don't get revenue into the business, we're out of business and well, so and
1: some entrepreneurs too who have very extremely small, so you know, like your small yeah. entrepreneurs, your solopreneurs and that, what you have just said is golden because it costs no money to create yeah. a Facebook group. It costs time, some time to create content, but I usually block out like maybe a two or three hour window a week yeah. to create content for my groups and my my one page. And one of some of the things I'm doing can be recycled through, so I'm building out a 90 day cycle of content that will just continually repeat right. because people forget it anyway. Uh, and and you can do it, and all it costs you is some time. You know, make those connections and get it out there.
2: We the answer is time or money. You can use your time or you can use your money. It's going to take one or both of those to grow. And here's a phrase that people don't they don't talk about. Everyone hears, hey, it takes money to make money. It's your statement. It's fine. It's true but they don't tell you the second part of that is in the clarifying part of that, which is you didn't say it has to be your money to make money. True. Okay. So you can raise capital. It's one option. It's not my go-to. And so it takes money to make money. Why it should be the market's money. It should be the customer's money. You solve a problem. You're giving your time to solve a problem. You do it so well. And in exchange for that, they give you money. Now you have money. And you can use that money to make money if you really want, but (laughs) you know, I I would start there. So it's another part of that that's really powerful is guess what? We're talking about a conversation. It's just a conversation. Yes. The best copywriters are the ones that pay you, not the ones you hire. Hey, here's why I'm paying you. Like they'll be honest with you. They'll just tell you, they're giving you all the answers to the test. You're Mm -hmm. connected to your market. I know, I know how to solve, uh, lead gen in a very free and efficient way, and I know how to scale and build sales teams because I'm talking to coaches and consultants and agency owners. I've talked to almost 500 in the last six months. I know what they're. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're feeling, and I am that person still. <laughs> like, so it's it's just a very natural conversation. You will feel the same way. Not, I mean, you Kim, yes, but you listening and watching when you're doing that type of work there's no shortcuts right but this is the systematic and you can see our first campaign man we only had 17 you know why it was ice cold it was ice cold but we were still above 10 percent, and now we've since got this up to 38 percent. this one's still around 37 38 this one's actually closer to like 82 83 now because there's just more volume and we uh Actually, our, our we tripled prices and then our close rate went to about 12 to 15%, which we're totally fine with because it still equals a lot more revenue. So even though we're not closing as much, but we're making more money and we're with like just more quality clients as well. So it's a better combo for us. Anyway, I know we got to talk about the book. Please keep... I know I talk too much, Kim. Keep guiding <laughs> me. Hopefully this is helpful for somebody listening though.
1: Well, we're over the 30-minute mark. We usually go about 30 minutes. So I want to ask you one question, and then I want you to answer that quickly, and then tell people how they can connect with you. So in a couple of sentences, tell me what was the good, bad, and ugly of creating that book, of that chapter, that book you had done, and what it is.
2: Yeah, well, you said good, bad, and ugly, and we joked about this before. And you, you don't have to keep sharing screen if you don't want I'll make sure I get you that link for everyone listening and watching today. Okay, you say good, bad, ugly. We were joking about this. It actually, the experience was ugly, bad, and then good. <laughs> and so the ex- ugly part was, oh gosh, like, I've, there's so many, you know, I've got three kids, I'm building a business. It's like, like where am I supposed to, you know, I already don't sleep enough. Like, well, how am I supposed to do this? And so it was just ugly. It was uncomfortable. And, and I, I calendar blocked first. It was like, okay, the bad part was I have to write. And this is just being completely, completely vulnerable here. Like, I like there's a good chance that I'm severely, severely dyslexic. Oh. I haven't known this like my entire life. I don't even if I find, you know, I might go get tested. I did like this preliminary test. They're like, dude, I'm 34. I did well at school. I hated school. I'm I'm a very slow reader. There's a lot of insecurities around all that, and so writing and. It's just very difficult for me. I do audiobook for everything. The point is, how am I supposed to be an author? That was the bad part. And when somebody told me that ghostwriters exist, also, I can just go for my morning walk and record my voice and my thoughts, and then there's smart people that know how to put that into words, aka editors. I was like, oh, that's so. From my experience and my process, it eventually landed on good, where, where. Now, because I have so many ideas, I got whiteboards, and I got notes everywhere. And, you know, every app that does all the notes, and I just, it's this constant flow. It's really overwhelming a lot, to be honest. Um, it was cool to see my thoughts crystallized into a a tangible product that's valuable to other people, rather than it just living in my world and no one understanding it's what I'm solving and what experiences I'm having, and it's an experience I'd highly recommend everyone going through. Even if it's even if you don't sell it and it's not for anyone else, do it for you. Yes. The I didn't realize how much of a mess my head was, and it was very uh, kind of frustrating at points, but very helpful. I'm like, okay, this is a good point. I see where you're coming from, Chris. But this needs some work, (laughs) and to be able to kind of third party experience that and then go through it, it really helped give me clarity on what 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 I am solving and what I am offering and what I am doing. And outside of did become a bestseller in nine different categories. We had a great team that was marketing it. Again, all these nice achievements really don't like come from me. They come from smarter people than me, just to be real. But Uh, Even if I didn't have all that it really helped my messaging Mm -hmm. conversations I'm having like this marketing efforts Shortened our sales cycle. There's other good benefits. So ugly bad good was my experience
1: Cool. So chris, how can people connect with you if they've been listening to these last two podcasts episodes and they're like I need to talk to chris about my business. How can they get a hold of you?
2: Facebook just, just send me a message on, on Facebook. That is the best way. If you'd like to email me, it's Chris, C-H-R-I-S at salesascenders.com and ascenders is A-S-C-E-N-D-E-R-S salesascenders plural.com. You can email me messaging me on Facebook is, is ideal is great. We can just chat. Again, it's, want to create with all this my my ethos my mission is to create more human connection in the world and i think that that just starts with the conversation
1: thank you so much chris this has been an amazing two episodes so make sure if you missed the first one you go back and listen to that as well so this has been kim thompson pinder and chris baden on the author to authority podcast thank you so much for listening and we will see you on the very next episode
0: bye now